0: You're listening to the news and why it matters on demand.
1: This is the news and why 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 it matters. Hi, happy Halloween. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Uh, welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story for you?
2: Well,
0: you are very lucky. Because I almost wore that same outfit today. Really? I almost mm. did.
1: Oh, yeah. no. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's you, harder for me so to you get have into a, it. So you have the Catwoman
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the the spandex and just... Yeah. this zipper broke this morning. <laughs> Otherwise, I would be... Mm-hmm. Uh, I have excruciating pain. <laughs> Otherwise, you uh, would... Yeah. <laughs> it exploded. Would <laughs> 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 it, just exploded. <laughs> <laughs> it just exploded. Otherwise,
1: you would be in a costume. Which yes. You're,
0: which which you're not. I'm not. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, top story today. I, uh, I think, has to be the blindness of, I think, pretty much all people right now. We are
2: all blind to the things that we do. All right. Mm. So. Uh, the economy has pushed itself a little bit towards the edge. Uh, and there's a real reason why that's happening yeah. uh, that people are beginning to notice. Uh, and I want to discuss that.
3: All right.
1: Andrew.
2: I'm going to give you an option. Okay. Would you <laughs> rather talk about licensing regimes or strippers?
3: Mm. I always go strippers. Okay, we're gonna do that. License. <laughs> oh, also, it involves licensing regimes. <laughs> oh, <Whoa. laughs> bonus!
1: <laughs> all right. Before we get into all of that, want to thank our sponsor Ridizone. Um, so RidiaZone, of course, as we've talked about, is uh, it helps you with weight loss. It helps you maintain a healthy weight if you don't need to lose any more weight. Um, I just want to mention really quickly, uh, behind me, that was actually Jeffy three weeks ago.
2: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah.
1: And wow. now, as you can see, Riddy's did the trick, uh, and he is now a skeleton.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you ever think you could wear a catsuit outfit? And may I ask, is that leather or is that spandex, or what is that?
1: Uh, I think it's pleather.
0: Pleather. Okay. Yes. All right. So did you ever think, you know... That fat girl that was there that you'd ever get into? No. No.
1: Never. Right. I mean, it's, yeah. No, I only dreamed of like, I wish I could wear cute stuff like that.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't classify that as cute.
2: Would Uh-oh. you guys classify that as cute? It's not cute. I'm, it's it's a, a villain, isn't it? He's a woman villain? Uh, well, yeah. And Evil I, I think. He's a cute
1: it, villain. Yeah,
0: I
3: think
2: a if it's. Criminal. criminal Sarah, you're a six year old woman, and
3: I respect your choices. <laughs> yes. I, that's that's what Whatever I, you want to do, I'm fine with. Yes. Thank you, Andrew.
0: All right. Anyway, so fatty lost the fat, and now she's dressed as cat suit, and it's
1: because of Ridiazone. Yes, Ridiazone helps control <laughs> cravings, uh, boost your metabolism. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn, for <laughs> that wonderful sum- summary. back. You can go to ridiazone.com and use promo code. Code the blaze to get 30% off of a three-month supply. That is R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E dot com. You want to look like her? Ridge zone. <laughs> you want to look
0: Ridge like zone.
2: me? <laughs> chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Fried chicken. All right. So
0: I just want you to watch this clip. This is from CNN last night. And Don Lemon. And I like Don. I mean, Don is in my book where I kind of, you know, uh i i try to teach him what maybe is happening uh but i think don has gone off the deep end and this is something that so many people are doing right now and it's phenomenal watch him in one sentence diametrically oppose himself watch
2: I keep trying to point out to people not to demonize any one group or any one ethnicity, but we keep thinking that the biggest terror threat is something else. Some, some, some people who are marching, you know, towards the border like it's imminent. And when the last time they did this, a couple hundred people came and they, you know, most of them did get into the country. Most of them tired, you know, got tuckered out before they even made it to the border. Um... So we have to stop demonizing people and realize the biggest terror threat in this country is white men. Most of them (laughs) radicalized to the right. And we have to start doing something about them. There is no (laughs) travel ban on them. There is no ban on, you know, Mm -hmm. the Muslim ban. There is no white guy ban.
0: Now, I don't know what, (laughs) uh, what he's talking about as a white man with a stick. Um... It's amazing to me. The quote is, we have to stop demonizing people. Not even a comma. <laughs> and realize the greatest terror threat in this country is the white man. Wow. And this is happening over and over and over again on TV. And I see it more on the left, but I also see it on the right. There is no self awareness. You'd think with phones, where the camera is phone, you know, facing you, we might notice that we're being hypocritical a little bit more, but we don't. We're not seeing ourselves, and it's wildly dangerous and kind of entertaining. Is, if, if
3: he if he'd worded it differently, if he'd said that you know, there's more of a threat within the United States than out with the United States, would that have been? I mean, would that have been okay? I mean, the, the primary issue is that he's saying, don't demonize people, and then he picks a specific group to demonize?
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Is that a minor inconsistency yes. there? Yes. Yes.
3: And, you know, that was a little subtle. I, I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Andrew is you know,
1: always Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's
3: always. A little, I'll take it. Yes, <laughs> absolutely.
1: Yeah, but did, could could he have meant it a different way, like Mr. Well, Rainbows and puppies? I well,
3: love I mean, it. Like, because, like, like, you know, we're, we're, we'll talk about probably the caravan here in a minute. Yeah. And, and, like, there there are all these fears being stoked right now, I think, by, by a lot of different sources, the president among them, that we need to be really worried about people coming to the United States. But, like, you know, all of the violence that we're seeing is within the United States. Now, that's, you know, I, I don't want to get into the racial yeah, side so, of it.
0: But. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. Look, people are complaining now about invasion. They're using the word invasion. Well, you know how we used it? Well, the first time I saw it, I saw 7,000 people marching, and they had a Honduras flag, Honduran flag in front, and they were marching and saying they were going to cross our border illegally. And I, my response was, isn't that what what our military does, except with tanks? <laughs> when the last time we rolled into a country with seven thousand people, we had tanks with us, and that's called an invasion. You, you're not, it's not a it's it's not a, a caravan. It actually is an invasion. You're coming unwelcome into another country, crossing their borders illegally, but that. Uh, that 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 word is is now becoming so uh politicized and is so polarized okay then let me take it down to the least polarizing word it's a problem the 7000 people it's a problem if we don't if they get to the border They they need to be stopped. How are they going to be stopped? It's better to worry about it now and have Mexico defuse all of this so they don't get to the border. But I just got another email from Honduras uh, today. Saturday, they were sending busloads of people out again. There's another wave behind this. It's a problem. And the problem is we have lawlessness on our border because our government won't make a decision. The American people, I'm convinced, the American people, they just want to know who's coming in. They want to know who's coming in. I I don't want MS-13. I don't want Al-Qaeda. I don't want ISIS. I don't want people coming in the back door. I do want a welcoming spirit and say, come on in, man. You make us stronger. You're you're great. You're doing jobs. You put my son to shame because he's too lazy. Good for you. Let him work the fry later while you get a better job because you're willing to work for it. That's great. But we're not, we won't talk reason. We won't talk about making it easier for legal immigration, making it harder for illegal immigration... And what do we do with the people that are already here? Let's figure that out once we have it. First of all, a lot of them don't necessarily want to live here. They just want to earn money. That's what they want to do. They want to earn money and send it back to their kids so they have a better life. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's talking about it this way? No one.
1: Yeah. Um, did you guys see also that the United Nations said that Trump must allow the migrants into America.
0: Um, I don't care what
3: the United <laughs> the, Nations the, is. The, the most powerful person in the United Nations is the guy that sets prices at a gift shop. That's the only person <laughs> with, with real world implications <laughs> of what he can do. Um, yeah, But yeah. their
1: explanation was ridiculous. Did you read it?
3: No. Well, I mean, like, like I'm I'm a, a lot more sympathetic to the the caravan. I don't view it as an invasion. I, I rather than sending out, I think we're up to like seven thousand troops to mm-hmm. wait for two months before they walk here. Um, I, I would send out people to try and like figure out who's a problem and who's not, so that when they get here, we can figure out a way to let them in. Can I, wait, can wait, I ha- But You can't do that, because then you will just usurp the entire migration
0: immigration system. You, you can't make a special <laughs> like, immigration policy here. This is so hard to take you seriously right now.
2: I, just, <laughs> I have no idea what you're even talking about. <laughs> I
3: don't okay, know why. No, either. but I,
1: do, I have a, a serious question. So if you've got all of these people <laughs> demanding entry into another country... What do you call that other than an invasion? What would you call it? I mean, they're not—they're not asking for permission, right? They're saying we are going to enter your country, whether you like it or not. Try to seven thousand people, well, I'm, I'm right. gonna, I mean, I'm gonna what
3: gonna else to you if, if you've got an illegal alien in the country, do you individually call them an invader? No, no, no. Like, so but i but so we're so we're talking about—we're talking you know, about, we're we talking about a force of people. seven thousand yeah. people. Well, yeah, it's—it's it's seven thousand people walking here to try and get jobs and stuff. I just—I don't view that as an invasion force. I don't see that as a military action,
2: right? Yeah, I, I think. Look, I, you know, we talked about this a little bit off the air earlier today. I think invasion. like, I understand why it's being used. Yeah, and Glenn. By the way. Yeah, no, I was not curious for what it. you
1: would
2: call it. An like, invasion indicates weapons, right? Like, it indicates warfare, right? Like, I don't think that that's necessarily what we're seeing here. I mean, they don't look all that scary. Uh, the issue, though, is you have a system of immigration, right? And, like, it, it, you, have, you have laws, and these things need to be respected. There are ways that these, you know, between refugee resettlement and, and asylum claims that these things, we do have a system, but they have to respect the system. You know, I have to respect the every this, country and,
0: does that. You know, like, every country when you travel,
2: that. you have to respect the laws of the society. You're going to and this idea that they're going to go through and walk through several other nations to get to our nation That's not what asylum is supposed to be for asylum is supposed to be for a government who is cracking down on you And you can't do anything about it and And it's supposed to be relief from that government if you're going three You're going three, you know countries away That's not the same. That's not the same thing There is a, a line there with refugee resettlement, but still it has to be done the proper way. They've been offered Settlement in Mexico. They don't want it. They want to come to the United States now.
0: I wouldn't want to stay in Mexico either I mean, look, if I were on the other side of this and I was in Mexico and I had no future for my kids, my kids were never going to get out of the poverty that I was living in. And the country next door didn't care. I would walk across the border, too, because they're telling me you're fine. You're not, you know, just don't get caught. Don't cause any problems. Okay, they don't care. I don't care. Kids, let's go. And I think if we're being honest, every single one of us would do that if the situation were reversed if the country sent the signal they don't care okay so that's why we're in this situation but we do care and we also care about other people if if these people were in war torn i mean boat people we took all the boat people we, that's what we Cuba, do certainly was yeah Cuba mm-hmm. we, that's what we do and I don't even like the fact that you have to touch the soil if you're from Cuba geez man if you <laughs> if, you've, if you've made a 57 Chevy float all the way across we need you in Detroit
3: um, <laughs> what do what, what you see is the I mean like I think there are clear bright lines here and I honestly don't know them for asylum status but like what would the difference say between flaying um, you know the m13 gangs or whatever versus fleeing the communist regime is it, because it's a political ideology or what's no, the, no, no. If you are fleeing the gangs because you're fleeing the gangs and the gangs are going to kill you, I, I,
0: I get it. I'm with you. You can't do it because of the MS-13 gangs in your town. Okay, well, is there anywhere between here and Honduras that you can go and, and, and stay? If Mexico offers you and says, hey, you know what, you can stay here. Okay, but MS-13 is in that group. MS13, a leader of MS13
2: is in that group. And there's a, there, they believe it's refugee resettlement where if you are being um, downtrodden by a third party and the government of your country will not protect you, that is an option for refugee resettlement. The way that would play out, however, would be an application to the United States and then likely uh, they would stay in Mexico for multiple years as the, as all of those claims were sorted out. Again, they don't get to make the laws for us. You know, they don't get to come in here and dictate to us that when that they're coming in and crossing our border and 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 uh becoming uh you know, part of the country. If I mean, I think we do want this. Uh we do want people here and we want it to be easier than that. We do have to I think uh, make it these sort of processes a lot quicker because, I mean, it's, to be able to stay you in Mexico, there's to, a good chance they're going to be victimized in Mexico, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, you should be able to, and I know you can, but it's not real easy. You should be able to live on the other side of the border, come over here and work, and then go right back. Just go right back. And you should be able to I mean, apply for a, a green card and get it. You should be able to apply for citizenship, but there is a standard for that. Mm-hmm. You should be able to do that. And it shouldn't be this nightmare. This nightmare. We have people who want to become citizens and can't and can't.
2: Yeah. I, I, it's I, not right. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I had a friend who was who was here and, and he came here from a, a country and was going to you know, was working here. It was a good job. And he was coming up to the point where his I think it was one month away from when his green card would expire. He had a working visa here. Um, and he was sweating it out every day with no idea whether he was moving back to I think where did he come from right. Sweden I think it was with no idea if he was going back there or if he was staying here he had no idea he had an apartment he had a lease he had all these things had no clue and then two weeks before his thing ran out the green the whatever form he needed came through it's ridiculous Jonathan Dunn is a guy yeah. who
0: we've yeah. tried to hire here yeah. with a good he, job he knows all kinds of stuff about Americans that American doesn't know he's a commentator he's great he' lives in Ireland he couldn't even get a work visa. We're, a, we're an employer saying we want him here. We'll shepherd yeah. him. We'll make sure that he's on the straight and narrow. He couldn't even get a work visa. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I just want to say really quickly before we go to break that I am very nervous. Uh, I feel very threatened sitting next to all of these white men.
2: <laughs> you want to point that out? You're you're a cat I'm or a cat or a uh, Hispanic cat? Hispanic I mean, <laughs> he's
1: the biggest terror threat. Well, in this country is white men that is like to, also to Hispanic cats you guys <laughs> you don't like differentiate no pass <laughs>
2: back in a minute this chicken has made it through like every show today it's like the
3: same. And now I'm it does still go look good back. though
2: <laughs> Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way he might not be able to save the country but at least we can all go down laughing Glenn Beck live the addicted
3: to outrage tour on tour this fall.
1: Before we get into uh, the economy, want to thank our sponsor, My Patriot Supply. So in the event of an emergency, you could uh, have this fried chicken. Just carry and then,
2: around a bucket of chicken all day. Yeah. There's and one way Have right. a bucket of chicken.
1: So by, I don't know, Finger 12 hours dead. later... Is that the theme?
0: Yeah. Well, it was in the 1970s. Uh, or 12
1: you, hours later, you would be 12 dead. 12 hours later, it would poisoning. look like this. <laughs>
0: this, is, uh, this has been on with me every show today. Um, but it won't stop me from eating it later. Um, here's the. Here's, come on. You're ready, aren't you? Here's the thing. This is what you're down to. You're down to this in duck sauce in an emergency. And you're like, oh, I should eat that. Oh, well, there's nothing else to eat. So in an emergency, what you have is, is food storage. These come in little totes that you can, you know, put under the bed. You put it in your car. You just grab and go. And two weeks of uh, uh, food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, 75 bucks.
1: Preparewithnews.com. That is preparewithnews.com.
0: Can I just ask a question? Do you remember when old people used to be, they used to say, they're eating dog food. They're going to the grocery store and eating dog Mm. food.
1: No, I've never heard that. You never
3: heard that, remember? <laughs> you no, know, like, like, there's always, always there's kind of the fear of like ah oh, like if they if they run out of money, they're right, they gonna they oh. eat dog food. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: this is like fantastic seventy five bucks for two weeks worth of food.
1: That's you know, a great deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 25 stop years your whining,
0: old people. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault. You're eating dog food. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: can I? Before we move on, do you actually have duck sauce at your house?
3: Yeah. Really? Can, no. Before we move on, can I say a very quick chicken anecdote? I'll try and make it as quick as <laughs> yeah, possible. Yeah, okay, all right. uh, I grew up with a beagle, and beagles uh, love stealing food. And I would come home, sometimes she'd like bring, she'd bring bones. She brought like a bag of horse treats one time. Um, <laughs> she brought a full pizza that was still warm. I, I came home one day in high school, and my dad was sitting on his car with a bucket of chicken. And I was like, hey, Dad, what's up? And he's like, well, the dog brought this chicken home, <laughs> and it's warm, but she hasn't opened it. And I was like, no, don't. Don't do that. Don't make us this so way. He threw it away. But then my brother later fished it out and ate it. So we are that family. Okay. <laughs> we are the family that ate. And I apologize to the Crater family, who I assume All right. So
2: the economy. So. It's a nice introduction to the boys' audience. I think yeah. now they feel like they know you a little bit. Um, so probably can relate to you.
1: Because yeah. I know I can.
2: There's, there's got to be a couple people that yeah. Have
3: yeah. had dogs bring home food. To yeah. eat. Uh, it
1: would not be me. Just so we're clear. <laughs>
2: uh, there's an interesting thing going on in the economy. We've talked about it before, uh, as you may know. I really, uh, I mean, I think free trade is one of the best things that's ever happened to humankind. I think it's that that big of a deal, and it's why I talk about it all the time. Um, And we've seen the tariffs have been escalated. uh, You know, we've kind of started a trade war here with China. And I don't even know if we could say we've uh, started it, but we certainly escalated it. And we we, uh, have launched these large tariffs against China. Um, And I think we're starting to just get to the point now where the economy is getting, you know, sort of visibly hurt by it. And a lot of people um, who are watching this are starting to see the effects of it uh, and. Even people who supported it initially. Let me give you a couple examples here. This is first. First of all, Wall Street Journal, who did not um, support it, but they are talking about this study um, here from 151 nations between 1963 and 2014, looking for what occurred when tariffs rose by about 3.6 percentage points. Now you'll note that there's you know tariffs in China, we're talking 25 percent, so it's much larger. Uh, than those, as it says they're small potatoes compared with the tariffs. Um, the result, slower growth, more unemployment, higher inequality, exchange rate appreciation, and no improvement in the trade balance, which President Trump has said is his main measure of trade health. We've seen that again here. There has been no decline in the uh, trade imbalance. The trade imbalance means. I should be clear. That means absolutely nothing to me. I think um, you know we've seen this over and over and over again through history that the times when we have a trade deficit are the times where our economies are, are is good, and the reverse is true. Uh, when we have a trade surplus, our economy is bad. It happened in the Great Recession. It's happened in almost every recession that we've had.
0: You know, I have to tell you, it doesn't make any sense. Trade trade imbalances don't make as much sense as me saying. You know, there's a massive trade imbalance between me and Target.
2: Or Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> or Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, yeah, yes, I'm <laughs> buying <laughs> stuff yeah. from yeah. them. Yeah, it's not a trade war. So what? A, yeah, like that's not a bad thing. It's something we all choose to do every single day. Um, so that's one part of this. We have a Business Insider. Do we have the Business Insider headline by any chance? Um, it was uh, Here he goes. Trump's tax law sent stocks soaring, but now his trade war is hurting the market's biggest driver and threatening to erase all of his progress. Uh, it, this is starting to come out a lot. This is another one here from Jim Cramer. And I, I pulled this clip specifically because Jim Cramer, do you remember it was Kudlow and Kramer back in the yeah, day, right? Yeah. And Kudlow was the free trade guy, right? And now he's in the Trump White House. And Kramer, who is not a, a free trade guy, as he'll explain. And he's actually kind of supported the, 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 the tariffs. Listen to his take now. This is from Mad Money yesterday. Regular viewers know I've been a lot more supportive of the tariffs than most commentators. I'm not some doctrinaire free trader. I believe there's a time and a place for a little protectionism, especially when our trading partners refuse to play by the rules. In theory, I think the president is totally justified in his crackdown on China. However, even I knew that the tariffs would hurt. The whole point of this exercise was to help the steelmakers by making foreign competition more expensive, allowing companies like Nucor to raise the prices to levels that they get a decent return. And yet here we are, wow. Last week, Nucor reported an underwhelming quarter, tepid guidance, and the stock's now at its lowest level since late last year. The tariffs aren't helping the steel industry. In fact, they may be hurting the steel industry. Which they is, always do. Yeah. I mean, and it's amazing that the, the target to, you know, for this is the one industry it was supposed to help. I mean, I still don't think it's justified. We, we, we kind of figured this one out. I mean, like 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 Adam Smith was writing about <laughs> this. Yeah. Yeah. And so so we was, had this
3: one down. Yeah. And, yeah. Th- and then, like, the last 20 years, I mean, like, for the most part, like, mm. the Republicans were the free trade party. And and Democrats were kind of getting their act together on that, like like Obama and Hillary Clinton. For their many ills, were pro free trade for the most part. Yeah, they were certainly
2: right. not to the levels that I would have liked by any means. No. I don't no, think no, that but they, they were but the, good. They had moved. Though, yeah, they'd gone with. Yeah, we were at a point um, five years ago where I it was legitimately just consensus. I mean, you had yeah. Bernie Sanders, right? Like you had people like Bernie Sanders who were opposing it, but almost yeah. it was almost all opposition to free trade was gone. Uh, and, and look at the incredible explosive uh, you know, growth of the world, the people, the billions of people ripped out of poverty, so he- uh, and a lot of it because of this, and now we're opposing it. It just doesn't make any sense. Here's why this matters. The economy is, is fragile. It's
0: very fragile. And we are looking now at all of the tax gains going away. It's all being eaten up by the increased prices. You're starting to see inflation go up. You're starting to see interest rates go up. You're starting to have some real problems. If the stock market goes unstable, spooks the average person on Main Street, this is a house of cards. It's a house of cards. The president, this matters because somebody has to tell the president, stop, it's not working. It's really going to start hurting you in the polls. Because the only thing that's keeping his numbers up, I'm convinced of it. People will put up with an awful lot, and there will always be 30%, maybe, of Trump supporters that will just, they'll be with him. However, there's 70% out there, 50% out there, that if the economy goes into the crapper, they're not going to be with this president. They just won't.
1: All right, back in a minute.
2: I hope I didn't take all the time off for free trade when we hit strippers on the docket, (laughs)
0: Hey, it's Glenn. And if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast. It's building. Yeah. Right,
1: we've got uh, strippers coming up next in overtime, but Glenn mm. and Stu, you guys are hitting the road tomorrow. Yes. That's are right. You ready? Very
0: excited. Yes, we are. Going to be in Richmond tomorrow, then... Uh, uh, what? Uh, uh, Hershey? Hershey, then Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. then Cleveland. Cleveland. We Get have, your tickets
2: at glenbeck.com slash tour. We have ridiculous restaurants uh, planned that's, at each side I, That's what I was going
1: to ask. Yes. What, what all are you going to do in Hershey? Uh
2: oh, that gee, was, I wonder. Yeah, no, that one's. Uh, <laughs> Squeeze. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it smells like chocolate. It does. It that's really what does. It like chocolate.
1: Like a
3: wonderful town, Hershey. Love. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's perfect for me because I can't eat the chocolate, but I like to smell it.
3: I can't eat it
1: because well, I have to fit into the cat suit.
3: Because yeah. of oh, forget own. Yeah. You could become the cat suit lady of Hershey, Pennsylvania. Take, yeah.
1: I could <laughs> take the Ridia own and then eat the chocolate. I think. Yeah. I
3: don't know if that's
2: how it works. <laughs> you should <laughs> probably read the label. Doing overtime. overtime. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a Premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe.
1: Oh, you have a story about strippers. I have a story about so. strippers. I can't yeah. wait to hear why that matters.
3: Okay, yes. Uh, so in San Diego, uh, strippers are getting paid $1.5 million by the city. Uh, they sue the city and have successfully uh, retrieved that money from them. So what happened was in 2013, 2014, uh, two strip clubs in San Diego, Cheetah's Gentleman Club <laughs> and Expose, both of which have an excellent buffet, I'm told. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> told. they, uh, uh, the strippers there... Had to have a license by by law in the city of San Diego, and a local a police license to strip, to strip a license to strip. Yeah, for what? Is, do they
1: say why they need a license?
3: How do you get a I license? Will, I will to... I will go on my my license screed in a moment, which okay. is actually why I picked the story. because right, okay. I hate I hate occupational licensing. Me too. Uh, so police came and went. We are we're enforcing this licensing regime, and apparently, uh, like corralled the women to take photos with them for an hour, told them lewd things. The rationale was. We need to take photos of you in, in revealing positions, or at least in scantily clad positions, because we need to see your tattoos, because we're going to treat you like gang members in case you change your hairstyle and things like that. Now, the. Uh, <laughs> that's, a the great, <laughs> like, that's a great excuse. I, I feel like there might have been. <laughs> I think so, too. One or two. So, yeah. the, the uh, 17 of these strippers have subsequently sued the city. They, they sued the city on First Amendment and Fourth Amendment grounds, so freedom of speech and uh, warrant. Uh, It went to federal court, I I assume because it's constitutional issues. Uh, The the federal judge ruled in favor of them in terms of First Amendment, um, said they have freedom of speech, The freedom of speech has been violated. Kind of left the door open on Fourth Amendment, but not quite ruled on it. Um... I, I actually don't see the First and Fourth Amendment things here. I, I, to me, this is just a, a ridiculous law. These are are are, the, are these strippers operating heavy machinery? Right. Or are they, operating? Are they? <laughs> <laughs> or operating. Are they doing surgery? Right. No, then that's then that's fine. Then I don't like. I think in, unless body parts are going to fly off, or you're going to crash a plane, or electrocute someone, you don't <laughs> need any licenses whatsoever. And this, to me, this is a great example of something that does not need any licensing at all. You just need cops to come by and go. Uh, have you been smuggled here in a sex ring? Right. No. Nope. Right. Are you okay. of age. Are you eighteen? Are you mm-hmm. uh, okay. Have fun. Good luck. And, and they've, <laughs> what's happened is um, this city, and this happens all over the place, they've they've figured out a way to, to extract some yep. money, mm-hmm. and it's an evil deal. It's a Faustian bargain mm-hmm. with whatever the local strippers guild is. Uh, because now the, the people that are already here, that already have those licenses, are putting up that restriction that makes it harder for newcomers to come in. I don't know uh, a lot about um, stripping as a profession, but I would imagine it's probably people that need money um, that are coming in. And so, you know, these are, these are folks that we shouldn't be putting up legal barriers to. By the way, I don't like strip clubs, right, but I like no. freedom. And I, I like nudity too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, and you like freedom of strippers. I
3: freedom of strippers, and yes. Strip away. Mm-hmm. Pra- practice your business. Good luck to you. I hope it goes really well in San Diego. Open up a Cheetos too with a, a sushi buffet cheetos? or something. Cheetos. <laughs> a Cheetos? stripper? Cheetos. Oh, cheetos. cheetos. I'm sorry, Cheetos. My bad. Then we and get that an IP. You can long. go. Even if you're not a gentleman, right? <laughs> yeah. Because the other one's the gentleman. You know, exposé. You should call to. it a rascal's club. There's no one with a top hat hanging out in this place. <laughs> Although the one time I went, I had a top hat. That's another story. <laughs> not, not to that particular. Le- I went to the Royal Ascot in England years ago, and I had it. And in, in these two guys I was with really wanted to go to strip club, so I went and I had a top hat. I didn't enjoy it.
2: Don't, why, no one was stressing you on this. Yeah,
3: no one is. This, he, no he just, I,
1: I looked at him oddly, and he immediately, <laughs> <laughs> verbal Wait, diarrhea. If we, ever,
0: if we ever go to war, you are not. <laughs> if you're taken, you must take the suicide. You have to bite down on yeah. the cyanide. Uh, we all agree. First
3: thing. First thing
0: yeah. He'll talk, man. Yeah. Somebody's got to shoot him. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, the social credit score in China is getting really, really, really creepy. We
0: are about 15 months away from this. Oh. This is, this is the craziest thing. This is, for how long? Since, since really probably H.G. Wells, it has been this dystopian nightmare that everybody has always been like, oh, that's never going to happen. And then H.G. Wells, I mean, uh, uh, then, um, yeah, it was uh, Orwell. Yeah. He starts with 1984. You're, it's here, in 15 months, they're turning the key on. Do we have the train? Mm-hmm. Watch this. This is this is in what's China. announced yes. in China on the train. Watch this.
1: Dear passengers, people who travel without tickets or behave disorderly or smoking in public areas will be punished according to regulations, and the behavior will be recorded in the individual credit information system. To avoid an negative record of personal credit, please follow the relevant regulations and help with the orders on the train
0: and at the station. Now, the the Chinese government is saying, this is great because everybody just obeys the laws. It, you They have total control. Total control. Y- you don't have anybody you can go to and say, hey,
3: wait a minute, come on. That's not you know you can't contest. They've had they've had cases too where um, I think there was a journalist who uh, yeah. mentioned something about like a tran- like a transportation commissar's wife or something and like gone and he can't get an apartment now mm. he can't work now I mean he's he, he's gone he's, he's gone. been exiled, internally exiled from everything. Yeah, it's amazing.
1: You said we're fifteen months away from that. Yeah, it, in the, China,
0: it's right? in China. It is it is uh, fifteen
3: months from going online. 2020 was when they announced full operation. Full operation, this Death Star will be fully <laughs> operational. Every, everything you love about credit ratings, Facebook, and George Orwell combined in <laughs> one system simultaneously. Yeah. It is terrifying, and
0: no one seems to really be like crazy about it. Yeah. Nobody seems to be like, oh, well, that's just China. You know, they are a little nuts in China. Well, you know, that same kind of system can be implemented here pretty quickly, right?
1: Yeah,
2: say, I mean, when we were talking earlier about refugee resettlement and asylum. Uh, the two, you know, two of the leading uh, leading uh, country in both of those categories are for people from China, right. you know, thro- running from that regime, yeah. um, and the fact that that's here. And you know, people and I keep bringing up Black Mirror as well. There's an episode that was very specifically about this type of system. we interactions interactions. Also, the less acclaimed Demolition Man uh, with Wesley Snipes and Sylvester Stallone had a very similar system, and way before Black Mirror. So people keep giving Black Mirror the credit. Uh, Let's go to Demolition Man. He lost a lot of credit score. uh, He has his own credit problems, that's true. He's out. Uh,
1: So parents, if you're looking for a last-minute Halloween costume for your kiddos, Mm -hmm. you're in luck. The uh, Black Panther creator said that any kid can wear the costume. So one of the creators,
0: yes, I've been so worried about it, said
1: the idea that only black kids would wear Black Panther costumes is insane to me. Um, Excuse me. Why why would anyone cultural
0: appropriation? I
1: love that all kids want to be Black Panther. Or Shuri, or well, I don't was, know the other characters. I don't know how you pronounce the name. These are small steps that make the world a better place. Someone is saying in Hollywood.
2: That's so amazing about this. is you know, She It's a piece of it, I bet. Uh, well, first of all, yes, you want to sell some costumes, and I, 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 applaud, I that. applaud that. I applaud that. Very entrepreneurs, much, well done. I have no yeah. problem with that at all. But, I mean, it is the issue. Like, it was, and, and it goes back to the Megyn Kelly thing that we talked about uh, last week, is that... You know, if you, a little kid who wants to dress up as Black Panther now, look, we would know as parents to say, man, blackface, you don't know the history of that. You probably don't want to do it. But like if the motivation is positive and they want to be like their favorite superhero who happens to be black, we were told the reason why Black Panther was so amazing was not because it was an amazing movie, although a lot of people really liked it. It was because finally, you know, the African-American audience gets a superhero and that's this should have happened a long time ago. And we should be cheering on a white kid who wants to dress up as Black Panther. I think the the fact that he's embraced this is great. I think we need to examine how we address other situations that are similar, but maybe with the reversed uh, sides of black and white. I think... We should all be treated the same. Um, but I, this is yeah, certainly a positive. I, if, 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 I, there can be a double standard. I have to choose one of those standards. I would choose his standard. Mm.
1: Yeah, Well, just wait. Next week, he'll be blacklisted. So <laughs> Why,
2: <laughs>
0: Why did you use the word black? Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh, what a racist. Notice the color of and her And a species, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a species.
1: Yesterday's poll question How do you feel about brands getting political? 85% of you said, please no. 9% said, who cares? 4% said, I'm fine with it.
2: So. Has anyone tried the Altogether cereal, though? That's the question I have. Wait, what? That actually sounded really good.
1: Did you also yeah. see the Resist Ben & Jerry's ice cream?
3: Yeah, I did.
2: Yeah. I don't
1: yeah. know what's in because it. But
2: they, they've done that for a really long
1: yes. time. Yes. Yeah, they yeah. always yeah.
2: have. But I refuse statements.
1: to eat any of those.
2: Oh, it's you don't cream. eat anything that has, like, nine calories or more in it.
1: That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Today's poll question. Should children born to illegal immigrants in the U.S. be granted automatic citizenship? Let us know on Twitter. That is at TheBlaze. And, uh... Have fun, you guys. Yeah,
2: it's going to be great. We'll miss Please you. Please come out and join us. Glenbeck.com slash tour. I
1: mean, I'm That'd not going to come out and join you. No,
2: not we you, didn't, either. I I should you have didn't invite you. We didn't invite you.
1: Well, what if I wanted to go? Andrew.
0: This. Uh, what's your name again? Andrew. <laughs> Andrew would be great. He might, thank you. You join us. Oh, I might just oh, go yeah. to Hershey
3: anyway. <laughs> anyway <laughs> you guys
1: there. Patriarchy you. is alive and well I'll, here at the Blaze.
0: I'll bring some chocolate home for you.
1: Great. Thank you. See you tomorrow.
2: Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.